the ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm the gnarly gnome. This is Cincy Brewcast. It's the voice of Cincy Craft. I'm gonna have to edit that and scoot things around. No, now. dude, leave it in. Leave, <laughs> leave, leave <laughs> me. Always leave me some, complaining. Some in. kind of little thing, and I'm like, oh shit! I just made like three more minutes of work that's, for myself. That's all right. Uh, we're at Streetside. Uh, Garrett, welcome back to the show. Thank you, sir. This is the shortest period of time in between I know. episodes. I think we've done this. Is, I know. Uh, this is normally, strange. Normally, we go like it's like it's a almost year. Exactly a yeah. year. Uh, we are here for a, um, a collaboration yeah. beer uh, a, a thing. Uh, we have a lot of people that got together to uh, to, to do this project that um, is it's I mean it's similar to some other stuff that I've seen happen, but in a lot of ways it is extremely different than um, other things that I've seen happen around town. And it, 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 it makes a lot of sense for who you guys are as a brewery uh, in some ways. Sure. Yeah. Uh, socially influenced is the name of the beer. Yep. Uh, we uh, got together with um, I don't know, maybe like twelve ish uh, uh, social influencers. I yeah. think is what we're supposed to call. Yes, us. I agree. Um, that's a that's a good you, term you, for it. You know, people that are are big on Instagram and things like that, and we we talk about things we love here in Cincinnati, and, and we all got together and, and made a beer and. Uh, uh, well, we all got together and watched you guys make a beer. Yeah, and not even me because I was I was gone that day. <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, let's talk about that a little bit. So, collaboration. Yes, is the, <clears throat> the the theme of the day for me. I am working on a, a YouTube video today too, where okay. we talk about why collaboration beers are important for breweries, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you, uh, you guys do collaborate a lot. We do, <laughs> especially now, especially <laughs> around this time of year, because uh, we're slower. But, but why why do you collaborate with places? Why is it important to you guys as a brewery? Um, I mean, and like, then, and then we'll drink a beer. I was gonna say, so I, like I one of the, the show. one. I mean, it's really, <laughs> it's a it's a nice way to get out. Of, one one number one. It's a very nice way to get out of the brewery and go and kind of like not not work at your own brewery. For I think the that was day. my number four reason. Yeah, no, but for me, for me personally, it's like a nice, like when we went to micro, when I went to microphone last year, like it was a nice trip to Chicago for me to go and like hang out. And, uh, John got to go to more early this year. Um, we've got a couple coming up. I don't, I guess I could probably say Bramari's coming up. Um, and then a new brewery, uh, that has not opened. And I don't even know where they are. This is a John Ewers thing. Uh, prolific. It sounds very important. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know, I don't know where they are, but there, he's he's a home brewer right now, and he's he's building his Alice Brewery, and John met him uh, last year, two years ago right. at Wakefest. So he's going to come up. We're going to brew a big big stout. I think it's going to be a big uh, rye stout. So cool. should be interesting. And then uh, Bramari is we're going to do a banana pudding sour Berliner Weiss. Okay. Guess. Yeah. So. Uh, that'll be in January. Aside from the, the personal side of it, it's just, it's fun to get out of your normal everyday routine and go hang out with yeah. people, which is, I think, very important for the community aspect Absolutely. Of, of craft beer, which is a big part of you guys, you know, craft beer beats community. Yeah. Uh, but from a business perspective, why is something like this something that people should be doing or, or for some people maybe shouldn't be? Yeah. Doing? I mean, so like another big thing of it is like you learn a lot. So like last year after... And again, I'm going to go back to microphone because I haven't, I haven't gone. John has done a lot of the, the collaborations this right. year. Um, last, or I guess this was all this year, but 2020, <laughs> 2021 felt like it was about two years long, but also about four months long. So uh, I actually, we came back and we bought a, 
I bought a piece of equipment based on what I had seen Microphone doing. It, they had a uh, like an infusion tank that wasn't really a tank, right. but we've used it so much. I mean, we used it for every Demogorgon. We used it for, I mean, every stout that you've had from us has touched that tank. And the only reason that I bought it, the only reason I knew it existed was because I saw it at Microphone. So from a, from a business perspective, you go, you learn, you see what people are doing. Uh, you tell them what you're doing. You kind of just, it's, it really is like a collaboration in all senses of the word because right. you, you learn a lot. Um, and you're writing a recipe and, and you're, you're talking about like why you do some things, why you don't do other things, why you want to do. But it's so, because like that happens in like, uh, you know, different brewers conferences and things yeah, like that too, for sure. but in a very different way. Like it's so, uh, just from the outside looking in and watching some of those collaborations happen, it's, it's so like casual and it's yeah. like, Hey, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you that you should be doing this this way, but here's how we do yeah. it. And, you know, I here's did. why we do this. And like, it's, it's more fun to kind of watch that for sure of exchanging knowledge. And I think the difference between like a CBC or a collaboration, for instance, is like, um, people are, are known to hold back some information at, sure. at these conferences because they don't want everyone in the world doing it the same way as they do. And I, I, I understand it. I mean, I, if I'm just talking to a random person, I don't tell, I'm not going to, a random person I don't know that might be two years in, I'm not going to tell them every aspect of what I do right. because a lot of it was, a lot of it was trial and error on right. our part. A lot of it is system specific. And a lot of it is also just like learn the way I did, which right. is trial and error. Right. Like it's, it's, there's some of it is like, you need to take your lumps. Yeah. Then that's like, is it like earning, earning your wings? Yeah, kind of for sure. Like, like and you have to, you, you need to, you need to do it before I'm right. going to like share everything. Right. Like well, and I don't, like, I don't want it to sound like we're purposefully gatekeeping information because, uh, the, I think I've, I think I'm sure I've said it, but the, the rising tide lifts all ships. Right. Good beer in Cincinnati or good beer anywhere is good for craft beer, but also like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not your Google. Like well, how many, you know, you, we, especially when you start talking to some of the older breweries around town, like how many people have yes. walked into that yeah, tap room for sure. bar and be like, Hey man, I'm starting a brewery. Dude, and Tell me how to yeah, do that. That's the thing. And I was, I was, <laughs> I was on the other side of that for, for a long time. Um, and now I'm, I'm on the older side of the, of the spectrum. Right. Um, and I think it's kind of gotten a little bit better. I think a lot of people like they only come to you with specific questions. It's not like, Hey, tell me everything you need to know. Like I did to Kenny McNutt. Right. <laughs> seven years ago or whatever i and i and like if he's listening i apologize and i don't think i've ever actually told him that sorry for that but that was so it was just like it was it was i i can't believe that i i was like hey can i have 20 minutes of your time and tell me everything that you everything that you know and he was very generous with his time and did tell me oh i mean i'm it told me a lot and I, I don't even remember any of it at this point, which is probably just as bad as saying that I, I took up his time, but like, I can't believe like, but again, that there's something about that too, that fosters some of that. Yeah, community. for sure. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, and that's the thing. Like I would never, I, I have a, I have a fondness in my heart towards mad tree that I don't know. I mean, not that I don't have towards other breweries, right. but like those guys have always been my guys. Like but I've always of, considered them my guys. Think about how many nights, uh, back in the, you know, that, 20 kind of 15 era where you could walk into one of those breweries, be it, you know, Madry or, uh, you know, blank slate down yeah. street and, and sit down. And like, if you had some kind of time machine where you could look back and 
How many of those nights was there somebody that now has a, a successful brewery in Cincinnati that was sitting at that bar? Yeah, I mean, just picking people's brains. Yeah, and be like, it would be interesting to see. Like, I mean, it, it happened. Probably it, it, a, it happened all the time. Yeah, and it happens. It probably actually happens less now because it's so much like yeah. the the percentages of it happening are probably less now than because yeah. there's not as many breweries opening and there's so many more people in the bars. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's true. Like how like a lot of or work not maybe not even own but work work and work successfully right. for a brewery i mean a lot of that a lot of a lot of the people that were frequenting bars now are now in the industry right. so or frequent frequenting uh breweries back then were are in the industry yeah uh, it, it's it's interesting to watch how it's changed not that it's not that it's worse or or better now but like it it is definitely different yeah now it's than bigger it i mean that, it's yeah that community aspect has has become watered down a little bit by the very nature of how things For sure. grow and the more people get into it. And, um, there are those times where you look at it and it's, it's sad. And there's other times where it's really exciting to see how many people and how many places are involved in all of this. Yeah. But, um, again, I, to me, that's another reason that collaborations are so important. Like how often do you get to sit there and do you get to hang out with somebody right. like, like I don't know that Kenny shows up for collaboration days, but but that's, you know, for to sure. hang out with those people that are part of all of this, um, to get that chance to just hang out and have some beers and just talk about that crap that, you know, even stuff that, that I don't give two shits about. It right, doesn't for make sure. any sense to right. me because I'm, right. I'm just a drinker. Right. You know, there's those little things that like, uh, sometimes you can almost feel isolated about because you're stuck here in this little right. world yeah. and, and you're and, in your bubble cranking. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I mean, one of the, I mean the, a good example of it is like last year when we did, um, the collaboration with nine giant at nine giant, the, uh, my name is Jonas. Right. I mean, I, I spent, I spent a lot of time. I spent like three days there cause it was mashing and then we kettle sour and then we boiled and all that. And I mean, I, I, I was there, I was there as much as their staff was those three days. And it was like, I mean, we, we got to, we got to hang out. We got to talk. We got to, we got to bullshit about all the stuff that we, that all everyone who works here has right. heard me say over and over and over and over and over and over again. So that was just like, and the, and those guys are when, I, I mean, when I hang out with them, it's the same thing, but it's not the same as like spending a full day of working with someone and right. all that. And like talking about like, trends or what you're doing with whatever beer or how you're doing something or like uh i know those guys i actually i picked their brain about logger like a loggering process and all how they do everything and um uh, i picked it i i talked to them specifically about that because i was like hey you guys i mean their loggers are are excellent and yeah. i want i've been wanting to up our logger game and we haven't made a logger since last <laughs> last january so um but that's that's kind of the that's kind of the difference between us and us and them where we have but we, that's, we but, have packaging expectations. But that's and, but even that in itself is so fascinating to watch, you know, especially with the way the last couple of years have been. Like how did everybody adapt and how did everybody yeah. how did everybody shift who they are for sure to match up with what is going on and in a in a bigger sense for the last, you know, five years, how has everybody adapted to what Cincinnati Craft Beer is? Like everybody finds their own way to do that. And then when you, you know, come in a couple of years later and you look at it, you're like, oh, you guys are doing this way different yeah. than we are. No, absolutely. Why did you do it this way? Right. And like that. Well, I think I think everything is everything changed really fast last year and this year. Yeah. Uh, and then things were slowly. I mean, we bought the canning line in 2019. We didn't know it was going to happen. Right. I mean, we got it in February. 
of last year. So like we were already planning on kind of like shifting our focus and, and, and canning a little bit more and just and not canning every beer, not canning every beer. <laughs> and that's, and that's like, we have a crowler machine now that doesn't really get used right. because no one wants, we don't sell crowlers of beers that we have in the cooler sure. in four packs. And we have every beer that we make in the, in the cooler <laughs> for the most part. I mean, there's, unless it's out, unless it's off tap or whatever, but like right. it's, for the most part, every like we just don't. That crowling machine doesn't get used. That right. pallet of I don't know where it is. But it's somewhere <laughs> around here. Um, I think it's probably behind me. Um, that pallet of crowlers is is probably it might be sixteen months old. I mean, it's it's an <laughs> Those old are pre-pandemic crowlers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but like last year, we were crowling everything and we were canning right. everything. I mean, we weren't there was there was not a beer almost that didn't touch aluminum. Like if we were serving it, it was going in aluminum because right. it we had to. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, and it's, and I'm like, I, I think I said this last time. I think I probably said this last year too. It's like, I'm sure everyone's sick of hearing about this shit because like everyone's been living it, but like the, the pandemic has changed a lot of breweries and it, I think it, I honestly think it probably changed weirdly. I think it changed a lot of breweries for the better. I think you can get a lot more. I, I agree. I, I think you can get a lot more beer now. Beer is more accessible than it's ever been because it's all in package. Right. And it's or people got crawlers or whatever you know what i mean like it, everyone got people got crawler machines bars got crawler machines you can get you can get stuff that you couldn't get before in package and take it home and enjoy it on your own time as opposed to having to go to a certain place to enjoy something right so that's i mean that's one of those things like it's there's there's some neg- obviously there's some deep abiding negatives of the pandemic but one of the one of the good ones is that you can get everyone's packaging right or as maybe not everyone's packaging they have some form of ability to package it's it's hard because like i i i do feel like it's been good for for craft beer the community as a as a whole but yeah then at the same time like i you know, was talking to me the other day and they're like, oh, no, I, there's, you know, four breweries locally I know are going to close in 2022. And I'm like, oh. I mean, like maybe though that, but like we've been saying, that's, we, that's, we in the industry have been saying that for right. years. So like, yeah, maybe they will, but like a lot of times some, they'll figure, they figure it out or yeah. something changes or whatever. Like, that's the thing. Like we, I've literally been saying that, like, I've been like, Hey, I like, I don't know that this brewery is going to be a lot around much longer. Cause I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing whispers of right. strife, and shout out to Rivertown. I mean, <laughs> I, I, should, I should probably believe that. I, I didn't say it. Yeah, please do because I, I, well, I don't know that I'll get a call. That is the one place that I've heard no, more for than sure. Anybody else? Or it was like, oh no, they're closing tomorrow, and I'm like, okay. Like, I, it, at a certain point, yeah. it's like I, I just no, I, I mean, don't it's, know what to believe from people and and what not because things just things kind of, things change. People are. Uh, Scrappy is is the nicer way to put it. Of, yeah. of finding a way to make it yeah. work and well, and I mean, I was I think two a week last weekend. I was texting our old brewer who now works at Mad Tree, um, and I, he was like, "Is there any industry that gossips as much as ours?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, probably not, because everyone knows each." I mean, he literally he literally left here. He left Braxton right. to come here to now, or he left Rivertown to work at Braxton. And then left Braxton to work here, and then left here to work at Madry. So like he is the he is the cause. Yeah. He's the 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 calls coming from inside the house when it comes to that one. But uh, yeah, I mean it's 
we've been saying that for years and that it's always the same number too. It's always four. It's always four. <laughs> right, There's right. four breweries that are going to close. I'm like, I don't, I don't know the, it might be true. And we might maybe, maybe two will close this year. I, 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 and I, not that I just think that that's, that's just like the natural progression at certain, of at a certain point. It does as places are opening, there are also going to be places yeah. that are closing. Yeah. Too. I mean, how many, and the, the opening of breweries has slowed significantly as well. I yeah, think there was I none think, that opened this year. None? None. None that are actual breweries. Oh, wow. I don't think I knew that. Listerman's Trailhouse opened, but they don't don't brew there, you know? Yeah. So far, nobody... Legally, they brew there. They legally may say they brew there, but there is not an ounce of stainless in I'm not the... I'm not the... I'm, I'm it's sorry. within how many? No, you know what? I, I, it might not. It I, might. It's like it's less than. It's it's it, more than that. It's, it's, it's more than that number that you're talking about. No, but it's so close to the tap room. They may not have to. I don't know. Because, but they I, know because they have liquor. Again, I'm not know. ODLC. I'm not ODLC. So, and I'm not. I <laughs> think they, this whole this whole section probably needs to be removed too. Because I bet they probably brew if ODLC as much listens. as Platform does and BrewDog does with their A1C license. You're gonna get. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna get so much fucking shit. <laughs> it's all right. There's no well, this is a show. Craft beer, Joe. Welcome to the show. Get us back on track, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know what's happening here, but I don't know if you guys are breaking laws or just like no, we're not breaking. We're, not, yeah, we're I, just. I'm not breaking any laws. I can guarantee that. Gnarly gnome's just a fucking snitch. I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just poking people. There's nothing to stop some of those places, some of those tap rooms, and I, I, ha, I, especially this is a whole different topic that we could go down here with, with Highwire coming into town. I'm excited about Highwire coming into town, but I'm confused about why I'm excited about Highwire being here. But I despise the fact that North High is within these tap rooms that aren't actual breweries, but they say they're a brewery and the places like BrewDog that pretend they're breweries and they're, they're, they're not. But yet I'm okay. Is Highwire brewing? No, no. And they're being honest about it. They're saying we're not, we're not brewing. We're coming into a, a new development. So they're a bar. Be, they're not a, they're, yeah, they're it's, a, bar. It's a tap but room. I, I think I, th- I need to get close to the mic. I'm doing that thing. Sorry. Um, I, um, so like, tell me I'm, why it bothers me. I, well, <laughs> I, I, like I'm trying to think like, because if it were me, it, like when once upon a time at some amorphous time in our history, street sides history, we considered opening another tap. Sure. Uh, and we, we looked at, we, we looked at pretty seriously and my, what I was going to do was I was, it was going to be our barrel house. Um, and the beer that was fermenting there, because all it has to, all you have to have right. is beer fermenting was going to be our barrels that probably weren't going to, they're not fermenting. Right. They're not, well, not the way we do things. Right. Um, or hopefully they're not, if they're fermenting, then I have, we have issues, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, we looked at it and it, I mean, it didn't work and there was a multitude of reasons it didn't work. And, um, but like, I, I don't have a problem. I don't, I mean, from my side of things, I don't have a problem with it because I'm just like, fuck it. You, you got, you do you, you got to do what you got to do to stay in business or to continue to grow your business or whatever. I think I have more, I dislike more the platform method, especially because of their situation of being owned by mm-hmm. AB InBev. I think for me, it's more like the communication behind it of if you pretend that this is a brewery, that's very different than saying this is a this is a tap room. We don't actually we don't brew here. Right. This is our home brewery. Hey, there's a there's even a picture of it on the wall. This yeah. is where all this beer is made. Yeah. You know, we're in, we're a national brewery and we love Cincinnati. Like yeah. That's that's different to me than than somebody that's well, coming into town and. I don't know. The craft beer world is so subjective. 
like when we look at issues like that with platform or brew dog or look at the IP <laughs> things no. that come up. Oh, it's 100% subjective. Again, I well, no, and, and I only bring it up simply because like if a local brewery does it, we're like, oh, that's the best thing I've ever seen. It's so cool and creative. If somebody from outside the area does no, it, they're right. like, no, they should be sued. Yeah. These guys are no, morons. Sure. And the same thing happens. Like, So maybe we don't like platform because of their ownership or because of maybe some other things we've heard. Brewdog's the same thing. Like You hear some that's like a, that's a really some rumors. Point. If you like, think there's not shitty owners in Cincinnati, I could tell a few stories there. Yeah. But we defend yeah, them. For sure. Yeah. No, but we defend them because they're local. And then we hear about like Highwire coming to town. We're like, whoa, man, I like their beer. We yeah. don't get it very often. So yeah. then we get excited about it. It's 100% subjective. Yeah. And it's like one person to the next is going to have a totally different viewpoint yeah. Yeah. on it. And, and I really think that's what it comes down to. So, you know, we don't have to think about the whole IP thing. <laughs> no, I mean, but like, like I, I think it re- truly relates just that. Because if you open a tap room on the west side of town, man, I'd be, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Right. And I'd say, like, this is the right way to grow. This is so smart. Right. But then if Platform d- did it, I'd be like, nah, we don't need this. Right. I mean, well, and I, I, I mean, I literally just saw Platform's opening another spot or opening a spot in Cleveland. Oh, no. No, that's BrewDog. Sorry, BrewDog's open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm getting confused about the the... It's how something. it's how yeah i mean how it's <laughs> who's doing what uh yeah they're opening a spot in cleveland i was like well that's yeah so, but, i mean the thing is like also like i'm not used to europe that's uh, that's the fucking most pretentious thing i've ever said but like in europe that's their that's how brew dog does everything they they have brew pubs everywhere right uh yeah like i actually i'm actually surprised that they have been as slow of growing those brew pubs and I actually thought, I mean, I thought more people would do it. I really did. I thought, I, would, I, I think they will. I, 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 think I mean, that the last couple of years have, have, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. 2019 was like the year of everybody doing it. And then obviously last year wasn't, I mean, North High still, did, I mean, North High still opened last year. Um, and, and they've got plans for one in Kenwood. And from what I hear, is oh, yeah. one more I forgot about that. That, that they're, that they're looking I mean, at. And you have to look at like the bigger picture too. Like we're beer nerds. We love it. We kind of get into it. We love seeing the stainless. Most people going to a brewery, they just want beer. They just want the yeah. good beer. They they, yeah. they want the experience yeah. too. It's, so if you can make that experience in a tap room environment where you don't have stainless, the average consumer doesn't really care. They don't know, they don't know the difference. It's either. to me, it's bigger than like seeing the stainless. It's like when somebody invests the time and the effort of putting an actual brewery into a place, it invests them in that spot more than. See, than, I think than, that's that's. That's your nerdy take on it. No, though. but it's, it's it, the, it is the nerdy take. Because like cause I, most people yeah, don't becoming, becoming part of a community is what it is for me. So like if, if somebody So if you just have a tap room, you can't be part of the community. You can and but But most aren't. But they aren't. Is, and yeah, so yeah. that's uh, to me that's that's why I feel in my head when I'm really like analyzing <laughs> it, why I'm excited about Highwire versus yeah. you know, North High. Highwire is coming into a brand new development, ground up there, the center of that they they want all of that to succeed in a very different way than somebody that's opening a bar in OTR. Sure. And it, it, it's, it's different and I, I can't figure out exactly why, but I know that it's different. Yeah. I mean, I think I, we went way off the rails, you guys. We did, but <laughs> I, I think I still think like I'm, I'm still on the, I'm still on the team like that. You can, the thing is you could be a bar and do that. Yeah. You yeah. can be a bar and invest Absolutely. in your community. Absolutely. I think, I think maybe that's the thing that's missing from a lot of it. Maybe that's what you're saying. Or maybe that's my interpretation of what you're saying is that if you're going to do it, 
invest in invest in the community and, and don't just don't just Brewdog comes in and puts a fancy sign neon sign on the wall that says the good ship you know Pindle right come on sure like, it, it gets it's right it's, it's fake right like, well it, I think they they are they are a, a, I think they're a poor example of that method because almost like I don't know if if the owners I. I'm not even going to remember. I don't remember who's who and what the last names are, whatever. So I don't know if they've even been there. You know what I mean? Like, I think like if we were to open a secondary tab room, like, and like when we, I mean, honestly, when we talked about it, another one, there was actually two times in the past amorphous time that I was talking about that we talked about expanding. One was in Columbus. And I think you can probably figure out where in Columbus, if you know what happened last year in Columbus. Right. Uh, that we talked about, it wasn't, I mean, that was even less serious than the one in town that we talked about. Um, but we were like, somebody's got to move up here. We can't, we can't, we can't do this, hire a bunch of people right. and then just let it do its thing. Right. Like someone has to live in Columbus for this to succeed. And I think that's, that's where, and like that, if we were to do that, that not that the person moving there is investing in the community in and of itself, but like, but by, as, a, as a business with that, are. with that, with that action, you are, you're committing to the success of that area and, and the success and like, and build it. And like, and, and not ingratiate, I'm trying to think of the word incorporating yourself into the community. Whereas right. like, if you live in Cincinnati, and you open a, a Columbus tap room, you're just, you're just whatever so like you're you have employees but you're not your ownership doesn't live there which is which is like so when when madtree opens the alcove in otr like it's to me it's going to feel very different than uh platform i would agree yeah i would yeah yeah no i would because they're going to be invested in that as part of they live here they are they live here they live here and that's important and that's kind of i mean that's braxton that's that's braxton as well i mean they, they live here yeah. And that's the expectation. We'll see if it really works out that way. And, you know, I, I look at Sam Adams the same way. Like, so they opened a tap room here and they hired local people, yeah. a local brewer. They put stainless in the building. And I know that's not what Madtree is doing, but I think they're actually a really good example of how you can make it successful. Yeah. yeah I think, you know, because they, they took all local people and said, you know, the beer in this city, you know, the people yeah. make this work yeah. in this city. Well, I think, I think Warped Wing is going to be a fun one to watch too. Mm-hmm. When they come into Mason. Yeah. Uh, spreading them down a little further south. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, like I, I know John from Warped Wing, not well, but I, and it, they're, I mean, when they have like their, their spring bro. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, a, he was a very active in and, the process, but they also, they make beer there. Yeah. And they like, they, it yeah. is, it is a, it's, it's a, it's a, way bigger restaurant than it should be for how big the brew system is. Right. But I mean, that's, <laughs> but, a, but, that's but that's a thing. It makes like, sense the way they did it. I mean, it's real. Well, and especially when you have a, however big system that you have and you can get beer there, like you don't have to have a huge brew house for a huge restaurant when, but it makes it feel different. I don't, I can't figure out you're, why. <laughs> but only, only very, to certain people. Yeah, you're very, much, you're very much in your feelings about I, this. I love but, my feelings. Uh, <laughs> You're hurting them. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm just telling you that. Like, I think, I think the the percept your your perception is different than the yes. vast majority of people. Absolutely. And I also yeah. think that, like, even I, who agree with you on sixty percent of your point, disagree on the on the small the other portion of like 
the stainless and the and the brewery matters because I I know like I know people obviously well, I know I also, John who was who's deeply invested right. in the success of Springboro. I also like I, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to like uh, about BJ's in Tri County. Like, oh no, they make beer there. There's a tank. I Is there? It. Do they, do they actually, I don't know. No, okay. they don't, but there's, but like, there's a big but, take tank that just sits there. But rock bottom, <laughs> like, oh, make beer, rock look. bottom did. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't know that, what my point was, but, <laughs> but they did. I was just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just but stating the, a fact. But the impression for most people was identical for, yes, for sure. DJs yes. and rock bottom when they sat down and had well, a and beer there. The other thing is my, so here's my problem with BJ's is people think BJ's is the same as street side. <laughs> And it's not right. like that's that's my there's there's where I get a little bit where like my friends who know nothing. Right. Uh, they're like, hey, like this brewery, like I went to this brewery and they, they make great beer. I was like, they don't fucking make a thing there. I was like, shut the fuck up. They make I think they make their own root beer. Yeah, great. Yeah. Like they don't make they don't make beer there. So like it's not the same like the the ownership in maryland but it is doesn't it is give a fuck about the success it, it is a craft brewery yes, by i know and i know too, and yeah. i know people who have worked at at rock Bo- i mean obviously i know people that have yeah, worked yeah. at rock bombs because since i had one has one had had, had. had. thank you Ooh, uh, oh, oh we can't go down that road i don't know i don't know anything <laughs> the space is uh Avail- not available available it uh, was available i remember not, not now available. i remember now i remember so there, there's somebody that may be going in there and we can't uh, talk sure. about it okay <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean like but i know people We're that even worked in that international uh like not international national people that yeah. worked at different bjs or different um what's the other one Gor- gordon gordon beers but gordon no, Beersh, yeah. that's rock bottom too like it's oh, the same it? company. Okay. there you go i mean but i knew people that worked at gordon beers and have worked at rock bottom so that's one of those things where i like i know like those i don't like not to those people were making beer but their ownership doesn't give a shit if right. the the cincinnati location opens or closes right and i also think the bj's doesn't like that's a that's a that's a mark in their ledger. That's not a, that's not, it's part of a, it's, it's a part of the big machine. Yeah. It's, is, yeah. BJ's. Well, and, and maybe that's the bigger thought here is that once a company becomes so large that they don't care about the local, yeah. that's when yeah, really that's the, the disconnect problem. happens, yeah. right? <clears throat> but so it's like not, when a, we talk it's about not a size thing though. Like that's, we, we, we well, but we, it could be, but it, it could be, but you know, you look at, you know, Ryan Geist is the number what biggest Nine, brewery in the country. Like 19th, they're, 20th. They're big. Yeah. Yet they've got, one location that's pouring beer, so they're able to they they care about that location, right? <laughs> but what happens if Ryan Geist decides to happen, open a tap room in like Chicago? That's right. just a tap room, not not making beer there. Is is that okay? Like I think it's okay if they do it right, and I think that's what we're saying. Like, but if you get I don't to a care, certain size, Chicago, you, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> what if they open one right next to Street Side? Like, I, I mean, like, oh, that's a great question. If they, if they. I, it would be good for you guys, but think, it would also be bad for you guys. And you I, know. so like in, I've always said, I, I, yeah, I've always said this. I just want to make sure. Or like, <laughs> is this the first I'm, time you said it? <laughs> no, it's, it's probably the, I've said it before, but like I, if something, okay. So there's an empty, anyone who's been to street side knows that there's an empty lot directly across from us. If that empty lot got filled with a, I don't know, uh, somebody's brew pub, right. I would, I would be, I mean, when Blank Slate was open, I was happy because it, it gave something, it gave mm-hmm. people the, a reason to come down here and stay down does here. Does it matter who it is though? So if, if it was, uh, you know, a, a Budweiser brew pub and every day you had to like look I, out your window and I see think people I would, sitting there drinking. I think I would probably be more, I think I'd be frustrated by it, but I also know that like, 
it, it would be a draw. It would be a draw, and if they came here, the beer would be better. So, like, and it, maybe not everyone's palate is is uh, like would would agree with my comment, but right. like the I would I'll take development down here. I mean, like, and that's right. just. And but the thing is, like, I don't know that everyone. I don't know if we were in if we were trying to think if we were Tafts who has a ton of development down down on um, whatever street they're on. Race. Thank you. Race. Uh, I don't know that I would agree. That might not be, I might not agree with that same right. comment because they have, they have plenty of draws around them. We don't. So like we need, like somebody wants to come down here and develop the, that lot across from more us. More reasons for people to come here. Yeah, for sure. I like, I agree with it. Uh, but like maybe I don't agree with it if we are in, if we're somewhere else. It's, that's a, that's a question of, um, like neighborhood dynamics almost. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, cause it, it's a conversation that obviously I, I, I can't have with you because you're not in that situation. But if I could sit down with somebody that was invested in what Taft's is right. rather than just being invested in Taft's. I mean, well, I think and almost, I mean, maybe I wonder if that opinion, you know, I'm trying to like put myself in that situation. I think, it really, it would, it would depend on who it was. I mean, it really would because like, if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's high wire or if it's platform, does that make a difference? I think it probably does. And for me, the perception of amount of financial backing probably changes my opinion. Like if you have infinite amounts of money to make your tap room look nicer and put all the bells and whistles in, I think that changes my opinion and be like, well, that fuck that place. Like that's, right. that's some bullshit. Like I don't have that. I don't have that, that AB InBev money just flowing in and, and letting me do whatever I want to anything. You also see some of those places that have that, that ability to, to not care about what's happening around them. You know, if you're, if you're AB InBev, you can open a tap room anywhere you want and it'll be just fine. Right. But if you have to, and it sounds crappy putting it that way, but if you have to invest in the community around you because you need people to come there, yeah, like it makes that more genuine. Almost. Well, but like you said, like any development brings more people to the yeah. area. And if it is AB InBev over there, you have an opportunity to like lean into this local that they can't do, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, That's true. no, we are locally owned. We're locally operated. The money stays here. And you lean into that so hard that maybe they start there and then they come over here. And they learn yeah. who yeah. you are. I mean, I, I think, and they're yeah. like, oh, they get that education. All of a sudden, like, it's a game changer yeah. for them. Yeah. And yeah, ABM Bev, keep that yeah. place I open, mean, but you get a lot of traffic from yeah. it. Yeah. I, that's, that's true as well. I mean, that's a good point. I think that's, I think the, the biggest problem that, uh, the biggest problem that, like, when we're talking about this is probably the, the lack of, the lack of ability to differentiate amongst your average consumer between what a platform is and what a TAFS is or what a, you, you or see it, you what see a it rebel Nashville. metal is or what, I mean, if you're downtown and you're like, Hey, mm-hmm. I want to go one of the five breweries downtown. Like the difference between Ryan guys, platform, rebel metal Tafts, my missing Northern row yeah. is, is blurred because you think like if you, it's all the same it's, thing, it's all, craft yeah, beer. yeah, it, it, yeah. All. They're all serving the same thing. I mean, it's uh, like, I, you see it almost when you see it a lot more when you go to restaurants, yeah. uh, especially restaurants that aren't craft focused. You go in and you see your, I actually just did this yesterday. I mean, they had, they had Sam Adams on, they had, uh, Miller Lite, they had platform, they had, 
They had one, one other beer. I think Goose they had Island. one. Oh, no. They had, they had 50, 50 West. Okay. So they had one of the larger breweries in town. So they had mm-hmm. a large craft brewery in town, large local. They had a national brewery. They had, and they had Miller Coors and they had AB InBev. Now, if you see Platform, you don't think, if you're the average consumer, you probably don't know their ownership situation. And you're like, oh, I'm drinking craft. I'm supporting local, whatever. Sometimes you're not even reading what those breweries are. You're just running through down those styles. Okay, it's for sure. And I, I, yeah, there's IPA, plenty. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of people that order like that too. And that's your if you, but if you are someone who's like, hey, I'm gonna try to support local with this purchase. You see platform, you're like, they have a tap room down or downtown, or I almost said downstairs, downtown. <laughs> uh, that's why I got yeah. So they have a tap room downtown. They're local. You heard it here first. Next platform location it's gonna is be downstairs. In, downstairs, Under, <laughs> downstairs <laughs> at Street Side. That's what's happening uh, under your feet. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, you you sit there and you're like, oh, there's there's Cincinnati. I mean, even right. I don't I don't think Sam Adams can I don't think Sam Adams can like legitimately get away with that that claim. But I mean, on some of it, they can. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you drink truly, it's here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, and I think that's really the strategy behind when ABM Bev started buying the craft brewery. Yes, absolutely. It, it, 100% They is. want people to not know what's local, what's national, and like, oh, I'm just drinking an IPA, so I'm doing Goose IPA. And they yes. don't know the difference. And I, and I do think that was a strategy. Yes. But that's why what we do, and what you do, Garrett, is so important, is to let people know what's local. You know, there is a very strong movement towards local. There has been for years. Uh, the beer scene has really benefited from that. And I don't think we can give up. I think we have to keep educating that side of it and letting people know. You know, platform is fine. Yeah. But just so you know, this is how it works. Yeah. Like they're not locally owned. Yeah. They're not even regionally owned. They are owned yeah. by the big guy. Oh, they're, you know? I see, internationally. They're, I was going to say, they're not even, they're not even uh, like an <laughs> American not. owned company. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's what, Brazilian? Something like that. Yeah. I mean, so I mean it's I, like, and that's, I know plenty of people that make, I know, one of my friends makes his money off of selling AB InBev products right. or his, whatever the, his, his family sells AB InBev products. So like they like that money stays local. But if you're just like, if you're talking at the most macro sense, like right. you, you buy, you buy something from street side, that money goes to, I mean, it goes to the right. people who work here. <laughs> like, but, you know, it's, 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 it's strange though, too. Cause like there are, local breweries that ownership may not live here. Yeah. Since I mean, it, well, it's still like, yeah. it's like there's, I don't know if there's levels. Of, yeah. Of it's locality. Well, I think, I, I think, know. and honestly, craft beers, craft beer is getting more and more complicated yeah. every single year that it's, it's becoming, as it becomes more mainstream, it becomes more complicated. But if, mm-hmm. if you decide to, to move out of state for some reason and you take off and you go live somewhere else, it doesn't mean I'm going to stop supporting street side. Right. I, I think why, well, I mean, like, that's almost like we. If you I mean, decide to move to Chicago because you got to get more of that Bourbon County brand stout. Like, I, I'm I'm okay with that. I support me. that, but like, I, I I will still support your yeah, business. Yeah, I think I. I'm not doing Zoom shows with you. Though. You still have to show up to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of, like because it's we're we are a, we might be a bad example of this because like even if Kathy and Brian were to the other owners of Street Side right. were to move away, which they're old. They probably will. Right. I gotta uh, get some more warmer. Yeah. <laughs> I will still be here. Like right. 
for the for the duration of street side. Someone no, will still no, live. But ideally, ideally street side outlasts you being an owner. And you're you're a very young owner, so you're a you're a poor example of that. We, like if so you it, look at someplace like Listerman, Dan right. Listerman is not gonna be present as far as sure. an owner of that brewery forever. It's, it's actually he's, he's old. Yeah. Well, it's he's actually, it, I mean, it's, it's interesting because we, we were literally talking about this last week. Like I don't have kids and I don't plan on having kids. So I was like, I don't have like the, right. the succession planning of street side is very, is a very <laughs> difficult thing. My sister has kids and that's it. So like what happens to street side when I, uh, eventually does, want to retire does, w- and does that change the feeling of street side is there are sure. different ways of of handling that succession right. of, of a business and your, your sister but, is, is an easy example right because right. it's still family yeah. but and, th- and this th- is a new problem for craft beer right it's yes, a young absolutely. industry so like i don't think anyone's figured that out like you look at like the larger guys like bells, bells. and stuff bells like is that. A, is bells, is bells, example. Example. bells is the best example bells is the best example because larry's bell larry bell's kids didn't want to take over and what do you, what, what happens? I mean, what happens when this group of the people that are currently own breweries age out? Do they, do people start selling off? Do people start to, does, I mean, this is, I'm just going to use a local example for lo, local listeners. Does Ryan Geist buy, I don't like, Whatever. Does Ryan Geist buy street side? You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Do so they... I was going to different they, way with that. <laughs> but do, does Ryan Geist start to shift and become employee-owned because they need a well, way out and, and I they think, don't want to or and I think that's a, to that's a good beer. That's a good succession plan right there. Do you do you shift towards being employee-owned? Do you shift towards uh, uh, like an ownership group as opposed right. to like family-owned or whatever? I mean, it's... I think all this stuff is... All this stuff is coming... Is imminently... Sierra Nevada will be a, a very interesting one to watch when, when he decides right. he I mean, wants to get out. Eventually, some, I mean, eventually. But I guess his, his son, doesn't his son run kind of Asheville? I, I don't know. I think there's still family things well, going and, on. And even locally, look up like what March 1st has done. And they're not, you know, buying those other brands because people are trying to get out of the business necessarily. But you can see that. Like, you can all yeah. of a sudden see, like, again, they consolidated. Like, like hey, consolidated I, I want to get out of this. So yeah. I'm going to sell to, you yeah. name it, like Sonder. Yeah. You're like, because I'm done, but Sonder has a succession plan that's going to make sense. Yeah. So but, I'm out, but they keep the, the brand going and the yeah. vision going. But then how messed up does that become if a place, and this is not a, a statement towards something that's happening, but if March 1st, then tomorrow gets a phone call from ABM Bev and says, hey, you guys have all these brands that are in Cincinnati. This is this is nice. I mean, that's... that's we'll, we'll, buy, we'll buy you guys. That's what they... I mean, that's what... If you're... I mean, like, if you're inside the business, you know that that's what they're... <laughs> that's what they're looking for. They're looking for dis- they're looking for large distribution networks. Right. They're looking for multiple brands. They're looking for a diversity of what you do. They're looking for, and they're also looking for a successful brewery that's right. making money. Mm-hmm. But all the, those three things, you look at those three things, and I mean, they 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 have their Ohio brewery. Not that they're not going to buy another Ohio brewery, but right. they have their Ohio brewery, and that was platform. And, and, because they had diversity right. of of brands and and multiple locations and all sorts of shit that all was like okay this is this is this is an ideal brewery for us and I, I mean like they bought they bought Wicked Weed I think before they were yeah before they are what they I mean obviously before they are what they or were fucking I don't know these fucking tenses are <laughs> are fucking me up but they bought Wicked Weed and then Wicked Weed has grown into something else yes. Uh, I think we could, we probably would have grown regardless of the, the situation of AB and buying them or not. 
but it would have probably been right. slower, probably would have been a little bit more delivered, probably would have looked a little bit differently than it currently does. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think like... And, and there's so many different ways to run a business. And, and I don't know, Platform, did they have a business plan that was built so they could be purchased? Like, was that oh, their strategy? 100%. Where like, I'm going to tell you, street side, that's not your strategy, right? right? You're trying to support local. You're trying to do your thing. And it's like, well, do you fault somebody for like trying to make money? Probably not. But you also try, you probably discount who they are to the craft right. beer world instantly. It's like, nope, they cashed out. Good for them. Yeah. You know, go retire somewhere. I mean, I, and I, I don't have to I love can the say beer from, anymore. I can say from my, my perspective is like, I don't begrudge anyone from, for selling out. Like if, if I, you've built, if you've I built, if you've built a brand and you, and someone comes and offers you X amount of dollars and it's, it, I don't want to say it's fuck you money. Cause it's never fuck you. It's in the craft beer world. It's rarely fuck you money, right. but somebody offers you $10 million for your brand and you have three owners and you split that $10 million. Is that enough for you to walk away? You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you if you own Gnarly Gnome Brewery it's like, right. and you've been in business for five to 10 years and somebody offers you $10 million, is it enough? Because so, so to me- To use that example. So if, you know, somebody, if AB InBev came to me tomorrow and said, hey, we really like this blogging thing. That's our next, that's our next expansion. We're going to, yeah. we're going to buy up some, some beer blogs around and we're going to, we're going to do this thing. I'm getting 10 million bucks for yeah. the Gnarly Gnome. We own yeah. the Gnarly Gnome from then. You can never be the Gnarly Gnome. Yeah. The answer is of course, yes. I'm right. not turning down $10 million. <laughs> right. But I'm gonna find a way to still do what I do. Right, right. I think, and I think that's the that's the other thing is like you take it almost like the perception of you might change. I mean, the, the gnarly is, gnome is dead. Yeah. But what I do Long live the doesn't 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 die with that. Right. I'm gonna find a way to still like those people that like who I am and what I do. Like, right. Okay, guys. Like I yes yeah. yes gnarly gnome's gone. Right. He's still there, but ignore him. Right. You know, like. It, I don't know. Like it's it's really hard to I think somebody if you to take say, look, I'm I'm done with beer. Uh, all this is gone. All this stuff that you as a customer have invested in all these years. You you are the ones that built this yeah. to what it's become, and now I've I'm reaping the the benefits from that. And see you later. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's I think it's up. I think it's like if if someone were to come and purchase Streetside, I'd probably sit on a beach for a little bit and then I would probably get bored and I'd probably try and do what I know, which is make beer again. So I would take my lots of money and I would build the brewery that I, I want. I maybe I wanted street side to beat, not wanted street side to beat. This is, I would, I would, hope. I would, I would spend the, I'd spend the gazillion dollars on like tile floors in the brew house. We didn't, we didn't have tile floor money when we opened the brewery, but like it'd be dope to have like right. really nice slope floor. I mean like, I don't, you guys, like, you guys, down. you guys, I mean, outside the industry, you don't know, but slope floors are really, really nice. Um, and if your water doesn't run to your drains, it makes your life a lot harder at the end of the day. So I would take my, I would take my sweet, sweet ABM Bev money and put in tile floor breweries. Or, I mean, like, and it, this but isn't, this isn't even ABM Bev. If somebody came, if an ownership group right. of 10, 10, whatever multi-millionaires came to street side and they're like, Hey, here is, here is the $10 million that we just talked about and they're local and whatever. And they, but, yeah, sure. Like let's, let's invest, let's invest more in this place and make it into like what, right. w- what we could have done if we had, if we had that unlimited money. Those are two very different things. They are too. for sure. They, they are, are for sure. If street side right. continues and it's kind of the same thing, but there's just different ownership. That is a very different, 
different situation than if somebody comes in, it's a, it's an ABM bev that's buying right. it. Yeah, it's, I agree. I, it's, and if, if something like that happened and everybody that was here leaves and they're like, fuck this man, like, right. I, I'm not working for ABM bev. And right. then they go and they start their own thing. Yeah. Like locally, and that's what street side still is, is a local brand. Like it's, you know, there's not people that are, you know, trying to get their street side down in Nashville or something, right. you know, there's probably a couple down there, but, <laughs> um, you know, like it, it, you know what that is. Right. And that word quickly spreads around like, oh, street side's dead now. Right. Like, yes. It's ABM Bev. It's still there. Go right. there, whatever. Right. You, know, you can still drink rope yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, but street side now has transferred to this new place, uh, roadside, roadside brewery, you know, right. <laughs> you know, right. it's, it's, it's right. this right. new right. spot. Right. And like, that is now where you shift that loyalty and you become, but if it's a, if it's a bigger brand like Rheingeist or somebody, the Madry, you know, that is already kind of spread out a little bit to where yeah. people don't understand when those things change and don't see that change. And don't, don't like feel it locally. You, you trickle mall. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like, this, right. And it's, 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 yeah. It's I mean, like you look at the, you it. look at the can and it says brewed in Cleveland, but Owen, I can't I'm, under special agreement. But yeah, like I'm looking, <laughs> I have a mass head can from me. I was trying to see what their can said. Like ours says, uh, like the bottom of the can says brewed and canned in crafted and canned in Cincinnati, right. Ohio. Uh, that, that would have to change obviously right. if you're, if you're brewing, mm-hmm robe in st louis right. in a giant tank which obviously they that's 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 kind of silly but <laughs> it's funny to think about and a thousand barrel tank but i mean like look at look at goose ipa i don't right. i don't know that goose ipa is brewed in chicago anymore no i i, can I would have to it's not i would have to yeah. look at the i would have to look at the can again but yeah i mean that's that's there's an example or like what the fuck is that lager um st archer's lager yeah, yeah. that was purchased a couple of years ago and it's it's it i'm sure it doesn't say where where's it where well, go go way even bigger than you know any one of those imported brands right. that is owned that is yeah. brewed in the united states now it still sits guinness. on an imported shelf yeah no, guinness is a bad example because guinness is still brewed in mm-hmm. ireland what? every every ounce of guinness wow. the regular guinness is oh, always okay. still in because that's one thing that they understand about that brand they you being diageo cannot, yes but you cannot <laughs> you cannot brew regular guinness somewhere else people will lose their minds yeah. if it's not from ireland it doesn't matter right they could yeah. brew it here and it would be no one would know the difference nobody would know the difference but because Someday. on that can it says brewed in ireland that means something to that brand but all the other guinness stuff every one of those other brands right. they're doing yeah, it's yeah. in maryland you yeah know, like in, right yeah those people but, don't care but again, <laughs> most consumers don't care where saint archer's brewed yeah, they no, just don't I care. Mean, that's like, that's probably not my best example either. Well, no, it's but, fucking but, Archers, but, but no, but it's a good example of what's happening in the street. And then you have but, things like Canarchy that's happening, where brands are coming together, trying to you know kind of maintain who they are. Right. But again, it's we, all bl- brewed at Oscar Blues, right? Or it, right. Wherever it's Asheville. all going to get yeah. blurred before you know it. It's like no one even cares where it's made. It's like well, hopefully they still care. Yeah. Because that's where street sites stands out and that's where most local breweries stand out for sure we have to make sure people still care a little bit about most of the beer they but drink. speaking locally like uh not not to call the march first guys out again but like they've got these different breweries that are all brewed in the same spot now and like when you when you look at logan this when he walks into a tap room and they say oh that's that's fig leaf or that's march first or that's woodburn it's all the same people now and like that that I, I was just at March 1st on Wednesday night for a work event 
and I was explaining to people why the tap handles had different names on it. They truly didn't know. They didn't care either. Like right. I explained it to them and they're like, oh, whatever. I like this one. Yeah. I, like, like, I want the IPA. <laughs> they didn't care. <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, well, you know, some people just aren't going to care. Um, but they're still there, you know, quote unquote, supporting local. So but are, you, are you tricking the people that do care? That's where it gets really dangerous. Yeah. If you trick the people that do care, that's when you lose loyalty, right? That's when you just have to be transparent about where the beer is made, how it's made, the ownership, whatever. If you just make it transparent, the people that care will care and will respect you for being transparent. The people that don't care, never care to begin with. So you so don't have to worry matter. about them. How did we end up in this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, if we got, we'll, we'll wrap it up guys. <laughs> so socially influenced. Yeah. We didn't uh, even really talk about the beer. Holy oh, shit. There's a beer. There's a beer released. <laughs> pastry, pastry, brown ale. Um, I, I don't have one in front of me right now. It's delicious. It's big and boozy and um, mapley. Yep. Uh, yeah. What was the actual added? wasn't waffles, right? We used some kind of other waffle cinnamon or not cinnamon. waffle. Sorry. Uh, maple cinnamon, cinnamon, maple, um, what else we use? What else goes on? Maple, vanilla. It, it turned out fantastic. It's a perfect mm-hmm. breakfast beer. It is begging for barrels. It's begging oh, for other. There's adjuncts. one barrel, one barrel right <laughs> there. Right. My God, that beer <laughs> is just prime for so many things to be done with it. Uh, really well done. Shout out to John for, uh, for, for kicking ass on that beer. It was, bro. Who do you think wrote the recipe? You weren't here that day. I know. I'm sick. No, John did a great job. He changed the recipe while he was brewing. He said, Probably did. fuck it. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> Double I, the maple. I can't, no, I can't take, I don't take credit for, I take, I'll, I write the recipe. I don't do anything else. That's it about was, it. And it, I don't even write all the recipes anymore. So um, I've never gotten to, uh, to spend time with him uh, in any capacity at all. And so being able to spend that brew day with him and kind of talking to him and seeing kind of his, uh, his approach to stuff was was really, really fun. And, yeah. uh, this beer turned out exactly as amazing as I was hoping it would. Yeah, it, uh, yes. Super fun project. You know, really thankful that Streetside stepped up and, yeah. and did that with this kind of crazy hodgepodge group of uh, quote unquote influencers. Sure. I don't know what yeah. you want to call us, but no, it, it was a fun project. When we you, really loved it. When you bring Yahoo's like us into any kind of project, you never know how it's going to turn out. <laughs> it was, I was, uh, it was, I was concerned. I just all the only thing I cared about was buy-in, and I didn't want it to just be. Uh, I really, honestly, I just didn't want it to be like the craft beer people. You know right, what I mean? Right, it's like right. craft beer people are always going to buy in. I didn't want to like if we're going to do it and we're going to bring all these people in with different with different interests. I wanted buy-in, and it was pretty clear after like the first meeting that everybody was pretty bought in, um, and then. I wasn't here on the brew day, but it seemed like it seemed like people <laughs> you were, were the here. One that didn't buy. Huh? <laughs> no, I was, and then I actually didn't can the beer yesterday. So I had a meeting, and then I had a bunch of other stuff going on. So I was, yeah, I wasn't. Sorry, I wasn't here yesterday. I know, but yeah, yeah I would. I, you would never known if I went and told you. <laughs> Uh, we, we do appreciate so much you guys, you know, making this project come to life and uh, shout out to, to Merrill at Cincy by the Pint and everybody that put this together and um, turning this into uh, something that I think is, is, a, is a really fun idea that, that has legs to become something uh, repeatable. And I'm excited to see how everybody else, uh, 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 how everybody else likes it. I'm disappointed with how many people showed up today. Uh, you would think a tornado would still get people uh, to, uh, to show up, and I guess not. <laughs> Tornado and exploding transformers and yeah, all yeah. kinds of crap. Yeah, yeah. we still had fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you very much. We um, that's a show, guys. Um, we will be back next week. No idea what we're talking about. I have a couple shows in planning. 
Uh, shout out to Chris Mitchell. Hopefully he'll uh, get back to me and we can get that figured out. Uh. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you very much for sitting down with us. Um, everybody, subscribe, share, listen, do all those things. It's Cincy Burgess, the voice of Cincy Craft. Thanks, Joe. I didn't even give you a shout out. Craftbeardjoe.com. <laughs> no, anytime. Thanks. <laughs>